It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, and welcome to a new episode of the Burning Question series by Fantasy Football Scout. In this series, Pross and I, Sonaldo, talk about the key hot topics for the week. We're back. I think it's uh, been a minute since just you and I, Pross. Uh, very happy to have you back from your New York trip. Uh, welcome, everybody. Pross, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. I, you know, you you sort of only start doing this for a few months, and then when you miss an episode, you're itching. You know, I was watching uh, you and Kelly. You were fantastic, by the way. Uh, and there was so much I wanted to say, and you know, it's it's great to be back. Yeah, it was weird uh, missing you last week because usually when we have a guest, it's at least uh, we're together. So, um, by the way, thank you, Kelly, again for um, if you, if you are listening for joining me last week. That was really special for us. So, uh, fun episode while you were gone. Um, yeah, how was your New York trip, by the way? It was okay. Um, I was working for the first week, so I can't say much. But the holiday was great uh, after that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was mainly in Manhattan, so very, very nice. Awesome, awesome. Um, so uh, surprisingly or interestingly, the city double in 36 has officially been announced right before we started to to pod. So I don't think it changes much, right? Um, I, I already knew, regardless of whether it drops in 36 or 37, what I wanted to do. Um, so it's very interesting, but I think uh, as uh, our good friend Sean uh, FPL Hibbo mentioned, we're going to be saying team dependent quite a bit today. So a lot of team dependent uh, things going on for all managers. So uh, exciting uh, episode uh, presented today. So today's agenda and topics will be planning for the remaining remaining four game weeks, teams and players to target depending on whether you have no free hit, free hit 36 or free hit 37. Game week 35 preview and then our bus team. So ideally, um, as we've done previously in, in our episodes, um, presenting a no free hit scenario, a free hit 36 scenario plus draft plus free hit 37 scenario plus draft should kind of give you an idea because it is team dependent of whether uh, it's best to free hit in 36 or 37 or what players you need to bring in um, depending on on those uh, different drafts and strategies. So uh, I think it'll be a very uh, interesting episode for for everyone viewing, uh, regardless of what chip scenario uh, you are in. Anything else to add before we, we get into it, Pross? 
No, let's get right into it. We've all got four free transfers left, uh, three if you have a free hit left. So uh, we need to make it count. So that's basically the idea of this episode. How can we plan and navigate the next few uh, few game weeks? Fantastic. Okay. So first of all, I want to give a good shout out to my good friend, FPL Bruno. Um, I don't know if uh, Keshav is watching this right now, but uh, he was on a free hit 35. And it's interesting because as soon as the, the double was announced, he said, oh, no, free hit 35 mudded. Um, and you, you can see the reasons why, uh, because now he's going to be scrambling to get, get the players he wants for 36 in terms of city players. But uh, look at this team. I mean, uh, he was up uh, on uh, Jesus all week. Um, you know, I was not really listening to him, even though he's one of my good friends. Uh, I was like, what are, you, what are you talking about, man? And uh, uh, Jesus obviously had four goals and one assist, and I could not be happier for, for my good friend. Uh, hopefully we get him on soon. Um, we try to get him on this week, but uh, work got in the way. So uh, shout out to my good friend, uh, FPL Bruno, on such a great free hit, as well as bringing Jesus Um what yeah, I mean, think? on the free hit, it was, it, you know, it, generally the free hit didn't work out this week or hasn't so far uh, because the more popular incumbents like Robertson, Saka did well. Um, and, and then, you know, people didn't go for Alonso necessarily. They had James or went for a triple attack. So the free hit didn't actually work, but for some that did. So also, for example, Adam from uh, Above Average FPL, he's, he did very well on his free hit. Uh, AA33, shout out to him from my from my Nirvana yeah, chat, mm. he, uh, did very well. Max Rhinos as well, who's on Twitter and on Nirvana, he's got Jesus as well. Mm. So I think people have done well, but this is what we say about free hits in a non-blank game week. And this will be a theme for 36 and 37. When you do it in a non-blank game week, you're basically, not only are you going with some players, you're backing against some very good players as well. So that basically means that Robertson did that puts a 15-pointer in and you're actually negative in your free hit. So that was always the risk. But it's, the reason we do it is because what uh, Bruno has done with Jesus, right? That's yeah. that's the upside. Yeah, the upside chase here. And uh, uh, he is quite maverick. So uh, shout out to uh, Bruno. Well done here. Okay, let's get into it. So first thing we have is a um, fixture ticker, I guess, fixture chart from FPL Timbers. Uh, Pras, tell us uh, what we have here. <clears throat> so let's do a... Let's do. Let's look at the next four weeks, and the idea is we start with the helicopter view, and we really start zooming in slowly. So we'll st first look at all four weeks together. We then go down to 36, 37 free hits, and then we go down to 35 in particular. So, for this one, what do we know? So 35. This is the crunch week. You can see here. You have Leicester in Europe, Man City in Europe, Liverpool, and West Ham in Europe. So basically, it's the crunch week. The difference, the subtle difference, is that the the Liverpool game is basically the Wednesday. And then they play Saturday and then they play Tuesday. That's the worst combination because that's when you see most rotation. This is the reason why last week people were more skeptical about City because City played midweek. They played on a Saturday and then they played on a, uh, on a Tuesday. So this is why people were more confident on a Foden rest and a Sterling start, which all panned out, but except it was Jesus who got the point. So this week in terms of Europe, I think City is a little bit more secured because they played yesterday, which is a Tuesday uh, and now they have a decent amount of break uh, till Saturday and then they play again on Wednesday. So you could punt on City players more confidently. And that also brings captaincy into it. If, if, if Liverpool play tonight and then they have the early quick off on Saturday, how does that work for game week 35? So that's some nuances for, for game week 35. Mm. Um, the other thing is Arsenal and Spurs both play 
West Ham and Leicester. Now, their games are obviously squeezed in and they, they can only play on a Thursday, which is their European day. So they'll play on a Thursday and then on a Sunday and then again next Thursday. What mm-hmm. you expect is that the Leicester and West Ham teams should be heavily rotated, which in turn means that the Arsenal and Spurs fixtures are much better than they seem on paper, mm-hmm. even though the Arsenal game is away. So that's basically some takeaways from game week 35. Do you have anything to add on 35 before I move forward? Yeah, I think uh, the way you sort of uh, explained the fixture crunch for exact, uh, exactly Liverpool, right, is the reason why we're seeing so many people kind of go away from Salah captaincy. Because ideally, uh, as great as Newcastle has been, by the way, Newcastle, I think, has conceded, what, 13 goals in their last 15 games, five of them coming from Spurs. Shout out FPLTT. Um so, you know, they're, they're a good team now, right? They're a really good team. And uh, also, Eddie Howe has done an amazing job uh, bringing them up. If you just look at their points total, I think they were bottom uh, relegated to now, you know, top 11, top 12 teams. So, you know, with the way that Liverpool's playing and Salah's been playing and, and the two goals he scored previous to this game, game week, you would think that for sure you got to put the captaincy on Salah, right? But but now it, we're bringing you know Son and Kane into the fold as well as you know po- possibly some other assets to captain. So it'll be very interesting to see how spread the captaincy is. I do believe that Salah's EO will still be above a hundred percent, just just from initial thoughts. But yeah, interesting there. Mm. For sure. And and in topic three, we'll come to thirty five in detail and, and your captain and my captain. But going beyond thirty five, then so. After 35, Chelsea actually have a nice one-week break leading into game week 36. So there are, obviously, there were concerns with James. There are concerns with generally the Chelsea assets in 36. I think that still stands because the end of game week 36 is the FA Cup final. So they will play basically the Saturday. They'll play the midweek. And then on the weekend, they have the FA Cup final. So everyone expects a very heavily rotated Chelsea team against Leeds in game week 36. So that's something to keep in mind that, you know, even very rotation-proof players like Mount, Rudiger, these guys may actually see rotation even in the midweek of game week 36. So Chelsea, not so great in 36. Uh, The City schedule is, now that we know it's game week 36, I'll come to your thoughts on, on the City schedule itself and the game week 36. But now we know that in total we have, you know, as originally expected, uh, about 10, 11 teams that are doubling in 36. So that's Arsenal, Villa, Chelsea, Everton, Leeds, Leicester, Liverpool, Man City, Norwich, Spurs, Watford and Wolves. So as expected, this is the biggest double game week of the season. Uh, but as we will come to a free hit draft for 36, we're not, we don't have a lot of options because you know Spurs play Liverpool. Arsenal have suddenly gone for... <laughs> Arsenal have suddenly gone for uh, from a great team to a team that's struggling. Now, they did okay against Man United, but defensively, we don't have options anymore. Chelsea is a heavily rotated team. So, suddenly, apart from Liverpool, we'll discuss where else can you go in game week 36. Then you have double game week 37. And in that, you have... Now, we, we were expecting a much bigger double, but it's a, it's a small double now, which is Villa, Burnley, Crystal Palace, Everton and Leicester. So, these are the only five teams that will double. And Man United will blank. The the pro and con for 37, we will come to when we look at a free hit for game week 37. But on paper, the doubles actually are pretty good. So Villa play Crystal Palace at home and Burnley at home. Everton play Brentford at home and Crystal Palace at home. So nice home fixtures basically make it rotation proof. But then on the counter, you'd say that some of these teams are on the beach, especially with Villa and Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace play Villa, um, Villa away and Everton away. Mm. So... 
that's the situation as we have it. And then when we're talking about the ticker itself, another point to note is Game Week 38 has excellent fixtures for all teams. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even worry about you know making a good team for Game Week 38. Chelsea play Watford at home. Man City play Aston Villa at home. Arsenal have Everton at home. Liverpool have Wolves at home. And uh, Spurs play Norwich away. So you have a lot of these players anyway. So I think the focus now, the reason why we want to spend time now on 36 and 37 is every transfer you make now should shape your strategy for what you're doing in 36 and 37. Uh, so, a, a popular so, example. Sorry, go on. Yeah. So I, I think... Uh... A couple of things I've been telling my, you know, close friends who are, you know, semi semi casuals in terms of FPL is that when you're planning for the the upcoming what 35, 34 game weeks, I, I say, hey, just eliminate 38 and just focus on 35, 36, 37 because if you bring 38 into the equation, it gets too complex. Plus, it, as you mentioned, all the fixtures are fine. Um, so I think that you just isolate on an island on itself. I think an interesting point you made about 37, and I know you and I are aligned about, I think free hit 37 is, uh, the city dropping in 36 is great for us, right? Because free hit 37 for me is on no matter what. Um, And when I was wildcarding in 34, that was the plan anyway, regardless of where city dropped. Um, And when you you say, okay, so as you mentioned, Aston Villa, Everton, both home games, Crystal Palace, um, both away games. So Crystal Palace, obviously a much stronger team at home, home, but... I do not think that Aston Villa are on the beach per se, right? Because um, since Gerard has c- come onto, into the fold, they've been really, str- you know, struggling and and you know not not great result- results recently. But you know, yeah, they're not fighting for a some a European spot or or a relegation, but they're going to want to finish strong and they're going to want to you know continue to fight and and probably try to finish as high as they can. Um, so I, I do believe that. Uh, Villa is a good opportunity to jump on in the free hit 37. Plus, we don't we don't we don't want teams like uh, you know Everton, Crystal Palace, Burnley, Leicester. We don't want to focus on these teams right now. So, in free hit 37, an opportunity presents itself to differentiate from the common players and the common patterns that you'll see from the other teams. Mm. Yeah, fair fair point. I mean, I think in isolation, the City game week falling in uh, double game week falling in 36 is good for somebody with no chips. I think that's the first thing to say. Mm-hmm. Why? Because what would have happened is if the City double fell in 37, you could have navigated 36 anyway. Everyone's team looks okay for 36. Now, I'm not suggesting there is an upside in 36. We'll come to it. But if you didn't have a free hit chip in 37, you'd be struggling because you would have you'd be forced to make a City transfer. Mm-hmm. Now, you can basically decide, okay, maybe I get Cancelo, maybe one more and that's enough. And I can basically navigate the whole thing chipless. So I think the people without a free hit chip, this is the better way. For Game Week 36 free hit, I think also this is slightly better because you know you can now punt on three three city assets and you can pair them with your liverpools and your select um arsenal assets because i think tottenham don't have a good double game week 36 so what you could do is basically you just keep your tottenham players you get your city players the con of this is you won't have those city players around the game weeks where they're fighting for the league so right. when we come to the drafts we'll talk about this and then the last thing I want to say is, as you mentioned, free hit 37. There are certain strategies that you can make where you can still get that city triple up in game week 36, but yet take advantage of free hitting in 37. Mm. So I don't think this news impacts the free hitters much at all. It only impacts how you navigate your transfers in the future and what your team looks like right now. And then you decide if 36 works better or 37 works better. So that's that's basically it. I don't think 
anyone is muddled with this news there's only positivity for people with no free hits people with free hit you will still make your gains uh, in one of the weeks yeah and and there's also a lot of uh, interesting questions that arise from um maybe not just the double gaming announcement but that we have um certainly right now because a lot of people punted on sterling for example and so um the idea was to go sterling to sun uh and then maybe back to like a kdb or, or who knows foden and some other city player but uh, now that question has to be uh, answered of where do you keep Sterling, uh, whether he's going to get three games, two games, who knows, right? Um, so it is it is very difficult to you know give you a straightforward answer to those questions. Plus, um, as you mentioned in 36, uh, Chelsea double is it's not really a double. We don't really know if any of the players are going to play two games. So what do you do with James? Looks like he wasn't pictured in training. Um, so maybe he doesn't even start against United. No, no, James Friday. is pictured. He James was pictured. pictured. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay, I read it wrong then. So interesting questions on what to do with Mount. And for example, I have Werner as well. So um, yeah. Okay, so what we do now is we're going to take it step by step. I just want to give the listeners and the viewers where we're going with this. So we're going to show you fixture tickers now where it's going to be just, you know, no free hit. So basically all the remaining fixtures, who are the best teams to target? Then we're going to take out game week 36 for those who are free hitting in 36. So therefore... Who should you be transferring in today because you're free hitting in 36? And then we will take out the, the the column for free hit for 37 so that you can then determine who should you get in if you're free hitting in 37. Mm. What we'll do after that is show you some free hit teams, potential free hit teams in 36 and 37 so that you can look at your own team today and you can then decide which are you closest to or which are the players that you want to get to to basically counter against those free hitting in that particular week. And if you feel... Let's say that I can get to a KDB, I can get to triple City, triple Liverpool, uh, double Chelsea and one Arsenal in 36, then don't free hit in 36. That's the idea of showing you free hit drafts within different weeks. Similarly, if in 37, you think you can get to a couple of Villa, a couple of Everton, and the rest of the core of the team is going to be still Liverpool, Cancelo, then don't free hit in 37. That's the idea of what we're trying to do here. So let's go to the first one. Uh, actually, before that, Sonal, do you want to talk about the chips left, right? I, I just thought this was interesting because um, a lot of people are also having to navigate a um, bench boost 36. Um, and I thought that the, the po- I guess let's call it the population of bench boosters in 36 was smaller in my, in my mind. But upon looking at the chip usage, um, there's still 40% of top 10K managers that are having to navigate uh, 36 with a bench boost. Um, and so uh, that is a pretty high number, uh, you know, and you would expect those bench boosters to d- definitely gain, um, you know, against the, the field probably maybe six times four, so 24 points. Um, it would be a good borderline, a baseline, but uh, who knows, right? And, and so... I'm not sure about that. I mean, if mm-hmm. let's talk about the bench boosters for a second. Sure. This is actually slightly bad news for bench boosters because what they'll have to do is, what are the bench boosters doing right now? They're trying to fix that second, third bench player. They're not going to get many uh, City players because mm-hmm. they, they can't. Afford they it. can't be making these luxury moves of Kane to KDB, Sun to KDB. Mm-hmm. They have to make the non-luxury moves of Weghorst to Puki. I'm sorry, they have to. So, um, I mean, our, our friend Mihir is in the chat now. He's got so many non-players that where is he going if he has to use the bench boost? He, he has to get rid of Gelhart, for example. Mm. So, I think City falling in 36 makes it even harder for them. Or they just have to accept that, look, we will keep our... Kulusevskis, and we will keep our, uh, you know, non-optimal players. 
and not go for a Foden. And basically, I have to basically get this bench boost out of the way. So it's a decision they need to make. Maybe the answer is you sacrifice a better bench player for a better City player, but TBD. But uh, I think bench boosters are in the position where they're not really deciding right now between free hit 36 or 37. They've already made the decision. They can't go anywhere else. It has to be bench boost 36, free hit 37. I think, Pross, uh, the angle I was approaching it from, and I should have been more clear about it, is most likely the bench boosted in 36, probably wildcarded a little later in 34. Um, so I, I'm sure they had this plan in mind uh, with the wildcard, yeah. regardless of where the city dropped. But I do get it. If you didn't wildcard, it, it is a nightmare, I guess, to to navigate uh, moving forward. And, you know, it does put the appeal of possibly a, a free hit in 36 up because you can really, really, you know, focus on the the uh, the Foden's KDBs and, and the attacking assets um, of, of city in 36. So, yeah. Yep, and Harry is taking offense. You know, I'm not disrespecting Harry's bench of Dennis, <laughs> Pedro, Gordon, and Foster. That's an elite bench. By the way, uh, uh, no, I think. Uh, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. No, I was saying, I think, I don't think bench boost itself is bad. I think it's a good week to bench boost. Yeah. I just think leading up to it, it would have been maybe nicer for the bench boosters to have the City game in 37 because they could just deal with this yep. and then make their couple of hits for City players in 37 and then do, deal with that or free hit in 37, depending on if you have it or left or not. Yeah, uh, I just want to say uh, thanks, guys, for joining today. And shout out to the chat. It's super lit today. We've got FPL Pig, FPL Harry, the the Wire Boys. I think it might be LR. Ted, I see you. Mihir, um, you know, our our usuals and uh, so Hebo many. Hebo is here, too. What's that? Hebo is here, too. Oh, Sean's here. I saw that comment about him saying I look like a high school kid. Uh, bro, <laughs> I'm like, uh, you know, past 30 now, so... Uh, I'll take that as a compliment, but thanks, thanks, Sean. <laughs> okay. All right, excellent. Mm. So let's let's do it now. So let's go to the fixtures, and now this is the fixture ticker, but sorted by difficulty, right? So first, we're talking to everyone who's not got a free hit left. So you're basically chipless. If you have a bench boost, that's irrelevant. We're still talking about the teams to target. If you have nothing, uh, if you have no free hit left. So for the listeners, what we see here is at the top is Leicester followed by Villa, Chelsea, Burnley, Everton, Spurs, Crystal Palace, Man City. I'm just going to talk about the top eight. So now Villa is a team to target. I think uh, Villa, Leicester and Everton are the only three teams that double-double. So you guys, without a free hit chip, you have to kind of punt on these teams. Leicester are obviously, um, you know, their focus is out of the league. Uh, we'll see how their European fixture goes this week, but they're not really one to go for unless you're going for a Schmeichel over this period because they'll have four games over the two weeks. So then my question to you is if, if non-free hitters are looking at Everton and Villa as the, as the two teams that double-double, where do you go? What are your thoughts? Uh, everyone's putting me on the spot here. Um, so let's start with Villa, right? Um, Coutinho, after his haul in, I think it was 28, right? 28, 29, something like that, um, has been, you know, Villa as a team ha have not been great. Um, and Coutinho has not done much since then. So um, do you go there? Do you not go there? It, it's it's a tough, tough thing to call because you could save money and go to like someone like Ramsey and um, bet against uh, uh, Coutinho. But I do think Coutinho will be highly owned for uh, especially 37. Um, so I think he would be top of my priority list uh, because he has the potential as a midfielder to to rack up points. Uh, and 
Um, so he would be my first choice from Villa. I think Watkins is a good shout because the the lack of attackers we see, um, and they, they do have home and home in 37 plus. As I mentioned, uh, I, I do think that they're not going to be on the beach per se because uh, they'll keep fighting, and, and I'm sure Jared will, will want the best results possible for that Villa team. Uh, Matty Cash is a good shout. I think uh, Mings is a decent shout if you want um, someone else in there from the defense. But I think from the player pools, that's about it for Villa. Um, in terms of Everton, I mean, I'm looking at Richarlison for for 36. Um, and the reason being is I, I need a striker um, that is less than Werner uh, in order to upgrade Sun to KDB, um, revealing my plans here. Um, so it, who do you go for in terms of strikers? There's not much. So uh, Richarlison's on my mind. And uh, the, uh, LR had that uh, Richarlison touch. So I believe that his magic is still there. And I'm going to hope that uh, he does pay off uh, when I do bring in, possibly. Um, so yeah, um, maybe KDH, uh, not KDH, um, Gordon as a, as a as a budget enabler. But uh, besides that, really, really nowhere else to go in terms of Everton. I don't trust them at all. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the point. And by the way, um, you know, if LR is listening, I'm pretty sure he's not going to free hit in. If he free hits in 36, he won't have Richarlison. So okay. it's a compromise if you went there, mm-hmm. because in 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 36 there may be other options which we'll come to when we look at a free hit draft for 36. So I hear you. And this was basically the point of showing this is that if you don't have a free hit left, don't over over uh, commit to Villa, Everton, or Leicester players just because they double-double. I think there's enough optionality uh, with going with the other bigger teams. So, for example, Man City. Not a lot of people have a lot of Man City players. Um, They're above Liverpool-Arsenal in the fixture ticker. Mm -hmm. So, we're coming to the time where people are chasing, where people want to be different. So, in simple terms, KDB has better fixtures coming up now, and they're mirrored because they have the double at the same time than, than a Salah. If you wanted to go there... You could go there. I'm not suggesting you do, but that's an option. They're above uh, Arsenal. So, for example, if you wanted to go against, maybe not Saka, but maybe Kulusevsky. If you wanted to upgrade Kulusevsky to a Foden, that's an option. So, basically, you people without a free hit, I think you need to figure out what is the optimal number of City players that you want to have Hmm. because you will want some of them to cover the double. And then around that, I mean, they play Leeds you have to see what is the rotation scenario. We talked about the fact that they played on a Tuesday. So I'm not expecting huge rotation, but minutes will be managed. KDB will not play more than 65 minutes, for example, if he starts. So that's something to think about if you're not on a free hit in terms of how much City do you calibrate. I think mm-hmm. Chelsea is also mm-hmm. uh, worth a hold if you don't have a free hit. Now, we've, we said there will be rotation for Chelsea in game week 36, but look at the fixtures around that. I mean, they play Everton away then let's say even if you you get a little bit of rotation against Leeds, you have Leicester at home in game week 37 and then Watford at home. So because you don't have a lot of chips, you've only got four precious transfers left. I don't hate holding on to an Alonso or a Mount, for example, who are guys who will basically stick around because ultimately they're they're a decent team. They're they're not just on a down tool. So for non-free hitters, I think these are the teams you look at. Obviously, the core will include triple Liverpool. If you don't have that, that should be a priority. Um, and, you know, Asaka and maybe a defender from Arsenal. But again, Arsenal defensively not looking great. But that's basically where we are. Burnley, lastly, is the, is the, is the final team that are in here in the top five. If you have a Weghorst, keep him. I mean, they're looking a little better. Weghorst's numbers are a little better. Keep him. These are not priority transfers. Think of in the next four weeks, which are the players that I want to hit to basically 
get that Coutinho Hall in 28 or that you know other big hall, James Hall in 29. So it's that's kind of thing that we need to think about. Uh, Gary Clark uh, makes a great great point. It's a shame Villa are at Man City in 38. Um, as as you know, the first thing I said was isolate 38, and now we're talking about possibly bringing in a Villa asset, and, and they do play City in 38. So yes, that sucks. But um, again, we're not going to be double tripling up on them. So I think one asset is fine. Um, and a good point on on um, City that I, I do want to make not a good point, but a point I want to make on City is that. Uh, I wouldn't worry so much about rotation um, because from the patterns I've seen recently, their core starting players are continuously starting and continuously playing, and um, and the other players are making way for those players. What do I what do I mean by that? Is like someone like Laporte, he's undroppable right now. Um, and for example, uh, Cancelo was what not not allowed to play in the Champions League, and you saw John Stones come in on the right side. Laporte is still in in his spot. Uh, and he's been, you know, pretty much starting every single game. And even though you say KD- KDB might come in and play 60 minutes and get off, uh, if they're not winning, he's probably going to continue to play. So um, I think there's Pep Roulette for sure. But certain players, I would be much more confident that they're going to play the rest of the league, rest of the time in the league because they're playing for so much, both in the Prem as well as as well as the Champions League. So um, some food for thought there. Uh, we'll get into it uh, soon with the City Assets. Okay, so then let, now let's go to free hit 36. So if you've got one free hit lift and you're looking to free hit now, you don't have to commit. We're just trying to show you a scenario of if you were thinking about free hit 36, what are the teams that you need to target? So if you go to the fixture ticker for um, sorted by difficulty again, now we've removed game week 36 out of this. You see here now, basically Villa is the team to get, Villa and Crystal Palace, because you get with Villa Norwich at home, Crystal Palace at home, Burnley at home in a double, and then obviously Game Week 38 is something that you need to not overcommit on, as you mentioned. So that double for for Villa in in Game Week 37 makes Villa the team to target Mm -hmm. if you were free-hitting in 36. Crystal Palace are also, they're second on the ticker here. They play Southampton away, Villa away, Everton away, and then Man United at home. A word of caution on on Villa, like, uh, sorry, on Crystal Palace, like you mentioned, they're a very different team at home, home and away from yep, yep. So, yes, you could go for Zaha. I mean, they look attacking wise, they look very good. Um, but in terms of clean sheets, I'm listening to, I was listening to Walsh, who's a Palace supporter uh, on FML FPL. And he basically thinks there's one clean sheet here uh, in the next four. Mm. So I wouldn't go big on, on Crystal Palace, even though they're, um, they're second in the ticker. Burnley are annoyingly top of a lot of fixture tickers. And I do, I, I'm not supportive of any buying any Burnley players. I keep saying if you have Weghorst, hold him, but they're not a buy. If you have Pope, then fine, you know, keep him. I think if you're free hitting in 36, you get Watford away. Then you have a double, which is okay. Spurs away and Villa away. And then you have Newcastle at home. So they're all okay fixtures, but you're backing on the fact that this new setup, this new way of play is better defensively and offensively. Uh, but ultimately, you're punting on a relegation-threatened team. Yeah, so, yeah. Forget about Burnley and don't even yeah. go there. Um, and yeah, great pod by the way, FML FPL. Shout out to them. And oh, also, I just forgot to mention about Villa um, that they do uh, that. Coutinho is actually great at home, and their next, I think, uh, a majority of their next fixtures are, are at home. By the way, so that's that's another good thing to consider uh, moving forward. Yeah, correct. And. Uh, 
even more so if you're free hit 36 because you get three nice doubles. I mean, Norwich, sorry, three nice home fixtures, Norwich, Crystal Palace and Burnley, all nicely at home. So you would back, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're <laughs> decided on free hit 36, then definitely Villa is the team to go for. And I know Mihir is very excited on the chat saying uh, I need to own up because I, last week I called cash not a great pick. So I look, given my strategy, and I'll come to free hit 37 in a second, Villa is not the team to target. But I can see that in some strategies, Villa actually works really well. But you're taking a risk. They're, we don't know what their motivations are with Gerard. I think the overwhelming feeling is he still doesn't know his best setup. There's still a lot of attackers in limited positions. Sometimes they look great. Sometimes they look pretty average. Defensively, they're better than an attack. So you have to be cautious how you go with Villa. But definitely you have to play the fixtures and that's the team to target. Mm. Just a general question to you, Pross. Um, end game of FPL in, in, in the years you've played, um, is, is there a preference in terms of form or, or, fi- or playing the fixtures? Or it, you know, is, that, is that not even divided and, and kind of um, in, uh, intertwined, if you, if you know what I mean? As in, I, look, because it's, it's, such a, it's a, such an iffy point in the season where... Um, some people are on the beach, some teams are on the beach, some players are thinking of transfers and, and this and that, right? Mm. I think the softer factors matter. So a lot of times, you know, I think the sweet spot for underlying data is I think game week eight to game week 34, where you can back underlying data and you can say, this is, you know, I think Wolves defense is bad. I think Newcastle defense is improving. Leeds attack is good. I, after game week 34, I think things do change in terms of motivations this is not, you know, all the analytic FC will come and tell you this is not predictable. Past data doesn't support this. But look, we've watched football enough that I personally feel that if I, you know, if we're seeing signs that Southampton have completely down tools, I'm going to go with that sign. Even though their attacking numbers have been okay, I'm not going to back a Southampton, uh, Southampton attacker because they haven't shown that. Similarly, Burnley, when things change, for example, Newcastle, Burnley, they're developing trends with a change that has been caused by a new manager. Again, something you watch out for. But I think ultimately you play the fixtures. I mean, you know, you could have Villa with all the motivation in the world, but if they're playing, I mean, look at Leeds, for example. Leeds are playing Man City, um, Arsenal and Chelsea in the next three. They have all the motivation in the world to do well, but are we backing them? Less so. I mean, I, I guess Rafinha people will hold. Uh, some people are bullish about Rafinha as well. We'll come to that when we talk about uh, Game Week 36. Um, but that's that's where I am. Cool. So la- last couple of words on free hit 36. Mm. I think if you are free hitting in 36, hold your Tottenham assets. I think that's the biggest advantage to, for free hit 36. You get to forget about form and how Spurs are playing. I mean, look at the fixtures around Game Week 36. They play Leicester at home. They play Burnley at home mm-hmm. and they play Norwich away. And you get to take all of them out if you wanted to in, in your free hit in 36. And you basically get all use up all that money in other players like City and Liverpool and, and others. So I think Spurs are a definite hold if you're looking to free hit in 36. And apart from that, again, we mentioned Chelsea, decent. Um, teams to get rid of. And this is a theme throughout. If you've got any players from Leeds... Uh, Rafinha again I'll come to I don't want to offend Leeds fans I think Rafinha in fact let me say it now Rafinha's double in 36 actually looks hard but it's not that hard and that's simply because if you're expecting Chelsea to rotate in the midweek game then away to Arsenal and at home to a rotated Chelsea may not be as bad even though I think Chelsea if they rotate they just become a little bit more defensive but that's personally my view Mm -hmm. Um, so if you've got Rafinha 
If you've got Man United assets after this week, they're very much disposable. West Ham disposable now. Even Newcastle to an extent, I would think. Newcastle, a lot of people have doublers from the Newcastle team. People have Dubravka. I think they have Liverpool home, Man City away. They don't have a double in 36 or 37. They play Arsenal at home and then Burnley away. So I think Newcastle are a team that can definitely be avoided. And that's about it. Yeah, and uh, I just want to... This, this is a little bit of a tangent, but SBAM uh, says Southampton look like they've been on the beach for five games already, and I am well aware as a Broya owner forever. Um, and I just want to say something on this. Um, on Twitter, FPL Lost, who I've interacted with over the past year and a half or two, um, is sort of my Southampton go-to guy uh, whenever I have a question in terms of Southampton. And he made a very interesting point and thread about this where he said that Southampton are such a team reliant on uh, when such a team that's better when their back's against the wall and they're like fighting for something and, and, and fighting for, uh, you know, uh, scraping for a point and for a win. And um, yeah, Southampton's on the beach forever now. And so that's probably one of the reasons why their motivation and their results and form hasn't been that great. And it's very interesting that they are actually a prime example of a team where uh, going to the beach is, is legitimately something that happens once they're not playing for anything. So uh, very, very interesting um, to uh, look at each team as a case study uh, individually as well. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, so that's Game Week 36. Mm-hmm. Um one other point, actually, in 36 is Leicester is a lot less appealing if if you're free-hitting in game week 36. So despite the double-doubles, you basically need to take out of your mind the double-double concept and and essentially think about what is the team that, um, you know, that, that I will have outside of the free-hit. So Leicester actually will just have Spurs away, a lot of rotation. Then you have Chelsea away in the double in 37. I just think you avoid them if you're free-hitting in 36. Our good friend uh, Zoff is in the chat as well. Thank you for joining Zoff. Rotation is a slight worry for Coutinho with so many games back-to-back, something I actually didn't think about. So uh, another key food for thought there. Um, I guess uh, they have a bunch of games um, back-to-back. So. They do, mm-hmm. and uh, which is and, and you know the Liverpool game, normally you would think that they need high-energy players. That's the game he gets the rest, but given his Liverpool connection, maybe you know he will, he will push to play that game. So when does he get the rest? Maybe in game week 37, home to Crystal Palace. But we don't want to speculate, but I think that's a fantastic point. Uh, you know, Coutinho, if you punt on him now, you're basically, you want him to play the next four. If you're free hitting, you can then decide if you want him or not, depending on how many minutes he's played. By the way, amazing episode last week with um, Tom uh, Pernil and, and Zolf. I really enjoyed that as someone wildcarding at 34. So shout out to the Wire boys um, and thanks for joining today. Okay, yeah. let's do 37 now, um, Pros. So 37. This is the free hit 37. This is going to be slightly more popular. I have, I am, I am thinking of free hit 37. I think you are as well. Mm-hmm. And I just want to address this point that people think that if City, if the City double has gone to 36, free hit 37 is not relevant. This is the fixture ticker that shows you why. So this fixture ticker for the listeners basically has what are the top teams here? Chelsea, Man City, Tottenham, Arsenal. These are the best teams apart from Liverpool in here. And these are the teams that have the best fixtures outside of game week 37. What it means is right now, I don't need to worry about Coutinho. I don't need to worry about Leicester. I don't need to worry about Rafinha. My laser focus remains. I got Chelsea players in last week. I get Man City players. I keep some Tottenham. I keep my Arsenal and I keep my Liverpool. That's all. So, and this is basically, I think, where most of the teams are inclined towards because most teams have two, three Liverpool, most teams have one or two Arsenal. And 
essentially what it means is if you've got a few Chelsea, we talked about Chelsea, right? They play Everton away, then they have the double Wolves in Leeds, slightly rotation, but then you have Watford at home in game week 38. Man City, you basically get them now for Leeds away, Newcastle and Wolves in the double, and Aston Villa at home in 38. So I'm not trying to overlay rotation here. We need to see what are the right players to overcome this. But the point still remains that these are these are the teams to target. These are the teams that have something to play for. Spurs and Arsenal, again, they have a double in 36 that you can go for. You have those players. And around that, so Spurs have Leicester at home in 35, Norwich away in 38. Nice. Arsenal, West Ham away, a rotated West Ham. You have them for the double. And then in 38, they have Everton at home. So my point being, if, if you're free hitting in 37, you worry about no other team and you just punt on these lesser teams in 37 and then you get out of them. You don't you don't go anywhere else. What do you what are your thoughts? No, I this? completely agree. And uh, that's, that's a first laser focused uh, from you. So uh, I like that uh, that phrase. Um, and uh, we haven't really said team dependent too much. So uh, um, Sean is mudded here. But uh uh, interesting point I, I do want to make, right, is that, yes, sure, that we can focus on Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal, Liverpool, City. However, a lot of us already have them, right, or have a majority of them. So the different angle here is actually finding the right players from those teams or may, maybe moving these big big boy chess pieces in order to get other big boy chess pieces. Um, and for me, I'm thinking about what to do with the Chelsea assets, for example. So um, it's a little bit more trickier for me than, than uh, as you put it, Pros. Um, to, um, uh, but I do understand what you're saying is that if you do free hit in 37, you cannot focus on the uh, the Coutinho's and stuff and just sort of free hit them in 37. Yes, 37 does not necessarily mean that if you go with strat this strategy, you're going to get the most maximized points because... Uh, a free hit in a blank is ideal. Um, however, there's, there's no blanks in 30. There's not, I think United is the only team that blanks in 37, right? So um, again, it doesn't mean you're going to get more points. It just means that you can navigate the other game weeks a lot easier than than trying to, um, you know, win against the, the non-free hitters in, in 37. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we're not saying here that the upside is more in game week 37. The upside could be more in any other week. The risk is also there. So again, Zofar is saying on the chat, I mean, you could have sold Sal uh, Saka, for example, in 37, and that would have been the week he hauled, like, like what happened this week. I think this goes, you know, we said this in game week 33. There is no week now where there is a free hit without risk because the only free hit that is without risk is game week 30, where Salah blanks, or game week 30, 27, when, when we free hit it earlier, when, when Salah blanks and some of the big hitters blank, you go against them and then you basically get the other teams. It'll be a positive net free hit no matter what. Here, yes, of course, there's a risk. And this is why when you see my draft that I've created for 37, it's a little bit of a defensive draft. I, do, I don't want to go against... Salah, uh, Trent, I don't want to go against Cancelo, even though they are not doubling in 37. And that's what you need to calibrate depending on where you are in your ranks or mini leagues. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's do the drafts now, Pras. Yeah, let's let's do that. Um, I just wanted to say on 37, mm -hmm. um, I, no, I think, I've, yeah. So Rafinha, you could hold if you're free hitting in 37, for example. If you manage to bench him this week, I think you play him for the double and then he plays Brentford away. I think that makes the Rafinha a much better hold than in the other scenarios that I talked about. Maybe Chipless, you could argue as well. And I think here in this case, Villa is not a priority any anymore. You basically focus on the other teams that I mentioned. So not to repeat myself, but that's that's all on free 37. So now 
let's get to the drafts itself. And the idea to show you the draft, we've again spent 15, 20 minutes on these drafts. This is not to basically use as the free hit um, and, and, and yeah. essentially, exactly. It's not the free hit template. It's actually more interesting for the people not looking to free hit that week and to see how close can you get to this team with transfers. If you can't get close to the team, then free, free hit this week. Same for 37. If you can get close to that team, that's the week that you don't free hit. And you, you, know, you see what I'm saying here. So that's why we create these drafts to give you that idea of where people will be going. So should we start with the first one, Sunalda? Yes, but I have a quick question. I think it's a very popular question um, because if you look at this free hit 37 uh, and you look at Arsenal's fixtures, they have West Ham, Leeds, and Everton. Um, so pretty pretty solid fixtures are surrounding them, um, especially with, with West Ham being on the beach. Um, is Enkitia an option uh, at all? I actually got some DMs about this. And um, I basically think that uh, he's a... He's a He's sort of, um, yes, he almost had a goal, right, from from offside that ended up being a soccer penalty, I believe. Um, yep, so, yep, exactly. Uh, so this, the narrative would have been different if he did get that goal, but uh, he looks lively, he looks great, um, but do you think he's an actual option with Lacazette learning, lurking behind him? Um, I, I don't know is the answer. I think he's 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 got his place, but it's 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 the thing with these youngsters. I mean, he, we've seen him get minutes before. Number one, he's not as prolific. Mm-hmm. And number two, he could just lose his place any any time. Mm. Um, and when it's a double game week, even more so. Now, a lot of bench boosters have gone for it. That's fair enough. If he, even if he gets ninety minutes or one hundred and twenty minutes, that's that's enough. So, when we come to free hit thirty six, I think we will see a lot of nothingness in attack. Um, and 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 I think Inketia could be an option. I think Puki, Inketia, Richarlison, all decent strikers, or Dennis, all all decent enough strikers, in the context of how bad strikers have been, uh, are okay for thirty six. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, so this is the the your free hit thirty six draft, I believe, uh, with two city yep. attackers in there, and and for good reason. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'll just read it out to the listeners. Uh, we have Mendy in goal. Um, the back line would be Alonso, Robertson, Trent, and Cancelo. The midfield, I believe, would be Saka, Mount, De Bruyne, KDB, Salah, and Mares. And up top, you have Puki. Um, so. Uh, again, not the template, right? But an idea of what a free hit in 36 could look like. Correct, correct. And the idea here is people will have triple city. Probably people will have double city midfield or attack. Uh, here, Mares is a placeholder, right? You can That can be Foden, that can be uh, Jesus. 
Bernardo Silva, if you wanted to go there. So basically, you will be competing against a triple city. You, everyone will have Robertson, um, TA, and Salah. Maybe somebody could have go for Jota or Diaz. I don't know, but I think those those three are set. Then I think you're struggling, and and Saka. So these are the st- spots that were nailed for me: the the triple Liverpool, triple City, one Arsenal. Apart from that, where do you go? Um, and so I went with Mendy in goal because I think. Um, you know, I, I think you need to have some Chelsea. Now, I remember that Zoff mentioned on the wire that he could even play Kepa basically before so. the FA Cup. I think so. So, I'm not suggesting that Mendy is the best keeper. Maybe it's Ramsdale. Maybe it's uh, Schmeichel. But Schmeichel, yeah. what I'm trying to say is you will have some keeper, but it's not going to be a differentiating keeper. It You'll take a punt on somebody. You could So, basically, you could have one Chelsea defender or two Chelsea defenders, but you're taking a massive risk here. I've just left in Alonso because I don't see any upside with any other big defender. You could, exactly. you could look at Cash, but he plays Liverpool. So, my issue with the free hit in 36 is there's not a lot outside Liverpool and, uh, and, and City and, and Saka. Mm-hmm. Where are you going with it? I mean, what are your thoughts on 36? I mean, without coming to your draft first... In this setup, where you go double uh, double city mid, who are the players who can hurt you? Yeah, I, I I absolutely know what you're saying, right? So I think that if, for example, you have been sort of chipless the last, let's say, four, five, six game weeks, and you you know used up a majority of your chips between that twenty six to thirty run, um, and you you had to navigate, right? You only get one free transfer per week, so. Um, likely you're scrambling now to get those city assets and you're, you're scrambling to to load up on the uh, the Liverpool, the, the Chelsea assets last game week, for example, right? So you're running out of transfers and you're going to be, with Double Gaming 36 being so big and with so many, uh, 40% using bench boost, um, again, uh, depends on how many a wildcard in 34, I get it. Um, with a lot of people using, uh, you know, wildcard in, in 34, um, you know, 36 is going to be a big, big issue for those that are not having these Liverpool plus City uh, triple ups. And, and so if that's the case, then a free hit makes sense, I think. Right. So regardless of that, if you're in your your shoes, Pros, and my shoes, um, I have a lot of these players already. Like I have Saka, I have Mount, I have, uh, you know, City, Liverpool, Chelsea and um, striker could be anyone really. There's there's no one that really stands out. So uh, the difference between what you have now and the free hit in 36 is very minimal um, uh, versus the difference in the team structure and the team players you have in 37 versus what we have now is quite drastic. Whether that ends up being good or bad, who knows? But um, I do agree with you. I think that you can navigate 36 without a free hit if you do have uh, you know, a core template uh, amount of players from the big four teams, as you mentioned previously. Yeah, and and depends on your situation. So, I uh, Hibo is going to have a shot here. We're going to say team dependent <laughs> um, because ultimately you could be in a situation where you have a lot of Man United right now, or you could have a lot of Spurs assets. So now, one notable thing here is we don't have any Spurs in this draft, and I think that's one key element of this free hit. Some people are still sitting on Sun and Kane, so. It's not easy to get into a KDB type draft with one, two, two free transfers. So basically, that's the idea. If you're taking a minus eight to get to this just to save a free hit, then think about that free hit. The other thing to talk about is in a normal single game week free hit, 
like in game week 33 and in game week 37 you can sometimes think about going against a popular heavily owned pick because you know it's a single game week for them and you get a double game weeker mm. you punt right some people won when they did uh, kane to ronaldo some people badly lost when they did sala to bruno and i think you were that uh, as well <laughs> um and so it it doesn't work in a double game week it's even worse so people who are saying look i have a i have a kane and i'm going to punt on sala to de bruyne you're not taking a, a punt against sala for one game you're p- taking a punt against sala for two games that's even worse and it, so that's what you need to think about going against the template in 36 is going to be even more difficult especially because the template will pretty much all have a double so think about how you calibrate the risk on a free hit in game week 36 um and 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 that's that's how you think about it so that's where we are with free hit yeah. 36 Just a word go on, to um, yeah. Just a word on Sun and Kane. Uh, very interesting. I think Sun now ends up being a, a decent hold so far because you could uh, play him in 35, and then he's an easy move to a City uh, um, midfielder. Even even the likes of uh, KDB, who's uh, I, I believe he's only you know 0.8, 0.7 more more than Sun right now. So very easy maneuvering there. But you know if you do have Kane, it is a little bit more complex. I guess it is two two transfers to get to a KDB. possibly someone else because um you know you're not going to lose Salah and and to upgrade to the likes of KDB you probably have to upgrade someone like Mount or or that 8 million 7 million bracket which is a lot more harder to navigate but um you know yes they're playing Liverpool and they're playing Arsenal and yes they've had one shot on target in the last two game weeks but um you know just just see how 35 plays out and and see how they are because um if you if when they actually play against a uh Arsenal for example I'm not sure about Liverpool but when they do play against Arsenal they might have more space to really utilize the counterattacking system of of um of uh Conte and I think the big downfall of Spurs this is again a little bit of a tangent is the fact that uh Doc is out um I don't think uh we As I'm not a Spurs fan as a Sun fan I don't think I appreciated how good and how important uh the Ireland boy uh, Sean's boy uh Doc has been for for Spurs so um very interesting to see how Spurs develop in in 35 and and how they do in the next game. Mm. So here's a burning question for you. If you have Kane, mm-hmm. would you take a hit to to bring him to De Bruyne um uh, in game week 36 if you're not if you don't have any chips? Um Uh, so a hit as in you're moving him for another double game week striker and then you're bringing yeah, someone else. Yeah. You, so yeah. so you, let's say you have Kane and you have um, Kulusevski. Mm-hmm. You take a hit and you go Puki and De Bruyne. Okay. And then you're free hitting in 37 or? Um, let's discuss matter. both. Okay. Let's discuss okay. both. Um, yeah, I think so. I think I would. Um, I think I think uh, we don't under I don't think we understand how good KDB is right now, um, and I, I think we understand how good KDB is right now. But I don't want to miss the boat on the opportunity of KDB's uh, um, upside in in thirty six, especially. So uh, I think I would make that move. I, I'm not very confident on Spurs at all right now. Mm. So I think this is where the free hit in thirty seven works, right? Mm-hmm. Now, so, so this is where the free hit in thirty seven works, and this is what my thinking was. So. people who i think people would hesitate to do that if they didn't have a chip because uh, kane or son play burnley at home in game week 37 which okay, i think is a okay, captainable yeah. fixture it's not a double but it's a fixture that you want to target right mm-hmm. and then they play norwich away in 38 so by making this one move for this one game week where kane already doubles 
you're basically taking a hit to go to a De Bruyne and then losing on the Kane potential. Now, I think somehow you solve it with the free hit in game week 37, where you could do this. You could do Kane to Kulisevsky, to Puki to De Bruyne, or Puki could be anyone, right? It could be Nketiah or somebody else. You do that move. And then in game week 37, you actually get Sun and Kane on your free hit. So okay. when we see the, the 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 free hit draft for game week 37, you don't have to worry about this De Bruyne move because you lose out on the upside in game week 37. In fact, you will then double down on the upside in game week 37 because nobody will have Sun and Kane in, in and Kane in game week 37. Obviously, the, the the downside to this is you have no Spurs because you're free hitting them in in 37. You have no Spurs away to Norwich in game week 38. But then De Bruyne again plays home to Villa. So if let's say City have, have the, the title is done, then you go De Bruyne to Sun again mm. and if you wanted to in game week 38. So that's basically the thinking that game week 37 free hit helps you in 36 as well. And that's the whole point of the free hit. That's what it's supposed to do. It shouldn't okay. just help you in that particular way. To summarize, in that scenario, if you free hit in 37, you would make the move. Um, but if you don't free hit in 37, you would not and just get in someone like a Foden for someone else, right? You would probably do that. Okay. I think so. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, I guess I, I did make a draft too. Um, yeah, um, so this one is a little bit different. Um, very similar types of players, basically the same amount of players, uh, same core players, except it's two city defenders versus your uh, Mars plus KDB. Um, KDB for me is should be in there uh, for 36 um, as a captain. So I got Schmeichel in goal. I do think uh, it's a decent chance here i do regret not bringing him on on the wild card and and keeping ramsdale instead i could have gotten schmeichel um i don't know i just uh just couldn't go there for some reason but um i think i would bring schmeichel in for the 36 uh free hit and then i like Cancelo and laporte in there even though i guess i see the upside in in going to city attackers for for 36 so uh also this one's very similar to what most template teams not most non uh chip using 36 teams will will probably be at uh, just because it's easiest to to get to these players uh, this is why i think free hitters won't do that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is why yeah, free fair, hitters fair, will fair. go for double attack mm-hmm. this is maybe this is more of a sort of like uh not so much free hit 36 but a template-ish team in 36 that people can sort of uh, uh inspire to get yeah, yeah inspire to get to yep mm. all right keep sorry so you've read the uh, read your team then we'll discuss it so this would be Schmeichel in goal, Cancelo, Trent, Robertson, Laporte, Alonso. I've read that in such random order. And then you got KDB, Salah, Saka, Mount in there. Mount is a iffy one because I, I probably think he doesn't play both, especially that second one being right before the FA Cup final. And then uh, Richarlison at, uh, at striker. Literally, I have no idea what striker to get. There's such a limited uh, pool of strikers options for for just FPL in general, and especially 36 too. So, um, yeah, Richarlison in there. Pukki could be there, um, but that's about it. I don't think I want Dennis or, or or King at all. So, yeah. Yeah. So look, this is not. I mean, we've got three players different from our drafts. So I think we're in agreement that the core of the free hit 36. Is is that um, you know is is those seven eight players which is three Liverpool three City, uh, one one Arsenal, and one Chelsea defender minimum. Yep. So, yep. I think that would be our advice if you're if you can get to these eight players, um, 
and maybe maybe if if you don't want to play a free hit maybe triple triple city isn't ideal then go double city but if you can get to seven of these players then see i mean is is there enough gains to be made in 36 or should you go 37 that was the idea of showing you the free hit perfect okay let's get to oops let's get to so in in this one before while you're doing 37 let me just finish it in this one who are you backing against in the free hit i think you're backing against the spurs guys yep, uh, yep. so am i am i saying can spurs beat a liverpool 2-0 that where sun goes mad i don't personally see it but they can they can blow away arsenal i think so so yeah. mm-hmm. so that you know you just have to kind of back the fact that um, you know arsenal have been defensively okay they will be they will not be naive enough to attack them and then you know be exposed to the counter you know if we know that then arteta should know that so that that would be the hope but yeah you are back against that and kdb could basically get a 59th minute cameo where sun or kane get a brace against arsenal that's the risk yeah the fixture ticker here is not updated by the way so apologies there and um jake says kate kane might do the damage in double gaming 36 and that's totally fair right that's the point i was trying to make about um like the spurs might do better against the stronger teams but you know fpl is one of those things that if you make that argument for kane against liverpool and arsenal you can make that argument for a, a, any good player against any good fixture or any tough fixture and you want to play the percentages you want to play uh, the easier fixtures and and the opportunities to get more points um so um yep. it's just the, the reason why that's the reason why you're you're backing against the spurs boys in in 36 and if you wanted to play it safe get foden get uh, laporte keep kane Mm-hmm. Uh, and but i think then you're basically most teams look like that anyway or or keep sun uh, but you, you know you could go havertz to foden alonso or james to 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 city uh, to laporte that's your ready made game week 36 team there so you if you want to differentiate if you want to get, you know get the upside i think most will go kdp on free hit. um in the FPL Dars Darcelo Cancelo Darcelo interesting uh says what to do with Leicester assets um yeah Leicester one's tricky um I think uh I think it's a sell right um how do you feel about Leicester pros there's not a single Leicester in your draft or my draft for game week 36 let's look at the draft for game week 37 I'm pretty sure there's no single Leicester player in there mm-hmm. so while there is upside with them I think apart from Schmeichel um there is you, you you're basically getting single game weekers in rotated sides um so i don't see the upside there at all i think these are the guys who should have made way for havertz or mount if you went last week and these are still the guys who need to make way if you wanted to get foden the week after mm-hmm. okay free hit 37 um we just have one draft um this is yours pros and i'll read it out to the listeners you have martinez in goal um the backline would be uh Timikas, Cash, Gehi, Trent and Cancelo. Um middle is uh Coutinho, Son, Gordon, Salah, Zaha. I like that Zaha shout. And then up top you've got Kane, Richarlison and Ford. And so I'm assuming here you have a 352. 352, yep. I do have uh no, yes, 352. Mm-hmm. Correct, correct. Um So basically the essence of it is a double villa defense. I think Villa's uh, double game week I think you have to back their defense because they have shown some defensive form. Um and you know generally I think uh, it's it's a reunion with Emi Martinez. So I couldn't think of you know maybe you can go Mings instead 
but I think a keeper, um, you know, he's get, he's as good as you can get for a fixture like Crystal Palace at home and Burnley at home. So the three from Villa are Coutinho, Cash and Martinez. In terms of Everton, uh, the thing is, I wasn't sure. I mean, do, do we double up? But what I was sure about is Son and Kane double up, which is both home to Burnley. Um, I've got Salah, Trent and Cancelo here just because these are the guys who can hurt me the most, I think, in terms of a 15-pointer. Obviously, you can argue Robertson is the same. Saka could be the same. You are backing against the template in this one. And like it happened in Game Week 33 free hit, like in Game Week 34 free hit, you could end up with negative points. But I think what, what is important is, even if you did as well as the template, which I think is a bad scenario because you should be doing better, um, you still hopefully made your gains by going KDB and another City player in Game Week 36, where others didn't. So the gains from the free hit aren't in the free hit Game Week itself. It's the Game Weeks around that. And I think 36 gains come from a free hit 37 as well. So that's basically the point. So coming back to the draft itself, I've got Gordon here. Actually, this is a 3-5-2. Fine. I've got two Palace players, which is Zaha and, and Gehi. I'm not sure about Gehi, to be honest, because um, he would be first first defender here, uh, first first sub. So you'd start with Cash, TA, and Cancelo. Um, and then you have Zaha, who looked very attacking against Leeds. You have Salah, Sun, Kane. So there's how many how many single game because do we have? Kane, Sun, Salah, Cancelo, Trent. So five. So it would. this is what I call a more defensive uh, draft simply because you don't want to back against any of these single game weakers with decent fixtures and something to play for. I don't know if this is the right way. Some people may decide that we want to double up and, and get more double game because we had this debate in game week 33. But depending on in on where you are in terms of overall rank in your mini leagues, you can decide to take the risk or not. Because you have to be conscious the more risk you take, the more you're backing against the good players and the more chance you're taking of having negative points in a free hit. That was the thinking. Yeah, uh, just to clarify, the, there's five teams doubling in 37, Aston Villa, Burnley, Crystal Palace, Everton, and Leicester. The ones that appeal are Villa and Everton because they're both home, 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 home. Crystal Palace have um, decent uh, fixtures in Aston Villa and F Everton. However, they're both away and away. And I think the point that I do want to make here, Pros, is that uh, look, you spent maybe, what, 15, 20 minutes making this draft. And as you mentioned, it is a defensive draft. And uh, instead of worrying about whether this free hit is good or not, what, uh, you know, what we've done this season throughout Burning Questions is implement this exercise for um, chip planning and, and transfer planning for the upcoming, let's say, five fixtures ahead. And so what you should do is look at your team, because again, team dependent, and go ahead and make your own free hit 36, make your own free hit 37, and, and sort of uh, using that, see, okay, which one's going to be more effective for me to use, and which transfers I need to do if I'm not using it in, for example, 36 and 37. So um, uh, really, really good exercise to do uh, for all FPL managers, and something I actually learned from my good friend Pros this season as well. So um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would even take it one step more. Uh, mm -hmm. Make your free hit drafts for the two weeks. Put it in, um, you know, the scouts uh, rate my team or, you know, reviews. Uh, get the expected points for those teams in 36 and 37. Look at your current team, make a transfer plan and see which is the week that you get more upside. Now, I want to be cautious. These, these tools are there just as, you know, you don't have to go by them blindly. But I think these just help you plan a little bit better because you you may be further away from the perfect free hit team than you think. 
because sometimes we think we have the top best seven players but those four players if they all double against four very bad players that may be worth a free hit in itself so basically that's the way you should think about and that's that's exactly what we do for our own planning which is why we discussed it here yeah okay um let's get to game week 35 and i saw a comment earlier about no free hit 35 i don't think many people are free hitting at 35 and i certainly would not recommend doing that um because there's really no point um so here we have the fixture ticker for 35 sorted by i guess overall attack and defensive um so aston villa norwich up top and then um, leeds at the bottom playing uh, man city so um i guess we'll be talking about some transfers for this game week plus captaincy thoughts uh briefly right yeah yeah okay. let's just i mean basic thoughts on 35 uh, like you mentioned, it's not it's not a great week to free hit. Everyone, it's a single game week. After, we've not had many like this. Um, the idea is who do we, who can we punt on? Can we go against Salah? Um, you know, how do we position ourselves for thirty six and thirty seven to take advantage of what we do in thirty five? Mm. So shall we? Okay? You've got the picture ticker up, right? Yeah, I got yeah. the picture ticker up. Yeah. Okay, so. Look, I think we've talked about the fact that this is team dependent. So you've got you've got Villa assets. If you wanted to, for example, already you've you've nailed down that you're not free hitting in game week 37. I think Villa is the team to target. If you've got Burnley, they've got their way to Watford. So this isn't the week to lose Weghorst. If you've got Man United, I think keeping them for a week, that one is more of a debate. What do you think? If you've got Ronaldo, do you keep him for home to Bre- or actually Ronaldo people are much more satisfied than the Bruno people? If you've got Bruno. Uh, do you keep him for home to Brentford, or do you take him out for a Sun, or do you take him out for for a Kane? What do you, uh, for uh, KDB? What do you think? It's so team dependent because um, what the 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 question that actually you should be asking yourself before you ask me those questions, Pros, is how big of thirty six is is it to you? Like how how big of a uh, of importance is 36 to you because if that 36 is really the, the the game week you want to target regardless of what chips or what transfers or what strategies you have in mind that means that rolling a transfer might be might be the best option this game week and and really maximizing your options for for the next game week so i think that's the first question i would answer ask myself so in that case do you go from a bruno to a son no i don't think so i think you you play bruno Granted, if okay, so a very interesting about Bruno um, is that I looked at his uh, season zone map from this year or heat map from this year, and I looked at his heat map from last year. Look, Bruno is no KDB. We get it, right? But there was a time in in, in place, and before I get all the hate in the world, uh, where Bruno was producing and sort of you know playing that KDB role for for uh, Manchester United. You know, he he was playing really well, right? And uh, you know. Last season, his his heat map over the season is way more up in the attacking third, and this season his his overall heat map is super super down, like um, way more uh, deeper than than the role he is. And when I did bring him in for, I think it was thirty three, um, we saw that right. Ronaldo obviously hauled and did really well, and and Bruno was playing super deep. So. Uh, you know, just on Bruno itself, it's it's not a confidence pick at all. I, I don't look I don't look at that Brentford game and think like, oh, I have Bruno, I, I should keep him. But again, the core question comes back to what do you want to do in 36, right? And uh, if you are looking to not have a Spurs player in 36, then maybe it is best uh, 
to wait for that move, or you get to KDB somehow now, and you try to attack 35 and 36 with KDB. So um, it's a tough one. I don't think I would make a special move to go to Sun, because what have we seen from Spurs? The last two games, one shot in in two games? Come on. Like, um, there, there's not even enough, uh, you know, confidence in me. If it was one game sample size, I would be, okay, fine. Maybe you can go for a Sun, but... I'm talking about my favorite player here, and I'm not confident in this. I was going to say, guys, yeah. everyone screenshot this, uh, save this. <laughs> Basically, Sonaldo is, is, and ironically, I'm going to disagree and say get stunned. So oh, you really? finish first. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I'm not confident. But with that being said, uh, it might be just a patch and, and Conte might, you know, kind of slap them on the head and say, yo, get, get back and, and get your ish together. So maybe they, maybe they do perform in 35, but, um, yeah, not not confident is what I'll say. Yeah, I'm turning red right now. <laughs> no, look, I, I I I think it's a captainable game because Leicester are not thinking about this game at all. Uh, they're thinking about their Conference League game in Thursday. They're going to show up with a team that is highly rotated because obviously they have the second leg after. And so that's one side of the equation where I think Spurs have a good fixture. The other side of the equation is that Liverpool, we talked about the tight turnaround Wednesday, Saturday, early kickoff, Tuesday. I mean, I can't see Salah playing 90 minutes. Whether he plays 70, 80, 60, I'm not even going to speculate if he's if he's benched. He, he probably won't be, uh, given where the league is. But you're basically just saying, look, I, I think I'm going to back the guy who's going to play 90 minutes against a heavily rotated team. So, in a nutshell, if you're going to captain Sun, and if you don't have any Spurs players, I think it's worth it. I think you go Sun first, and then you go KDB after, or you, you know, swerve KDB in game week 36. So, some sacrifice has to be made if you're chipless. If you're with a chip, obviously you get you get Sun, you play a free hit in 36, and then you keep Sun for the rest of the season. So, everything comes down to how your chip strategy works. But I think in game week 35, there is a lot of upside. I saw people looking at selling Kane. Um, after the blank, no shots. This all stuff basically plays in people's minds. But remember, if you're playing a free hit in game week 36, for example, Spurs is the best team you can have for the run-in. So let's just think about this. This is why we plan that I think Spurs is a team that you can back against Leicester this week and potentially captain. I mean, I'm for me, my my captain at the moment is Kane. I may get scared and get FOMO and captain Salah in the end. I'm not. I'm not going to deny that. But I think at the moment, my head says that Kane is the better captain. So you're saying a minus four to get in a, a captain in Sun or Sun would be okay. But if you're yeah. not captaining him, you you wouldn't bring him in, right? No. Okay, no. cool. That's the thing. Yeah. For then, me too, I'm, I'm, I'm split between um, captaining Sun or, or Salah. I think uh, right now it's going back and forth. But um, yeah, uh, like, like I'm not saying don't get Sun. I'm just not confident in, in Spurs right now. Yeah, fair enough. I don't, I don't think that's wrong at all. That's a good read. Uh, after Doherty, they haven't shown the same. But then they've played teams. Again, another shout-out to FMLFPL. They, they pointed out that the last two games that they've played have been against teams that have planned against them for a week. You're now playing against a Leicester team that is not going to change the way they play. They're just going to play with worse players with three days of preparation, two days of preparation. So it's a very different scenario to a, a well-oiled machine like a Brighton or a well-managed team like a Brentford. Now, these are not elite teams, but they had a whole week to think about how are we going to tackle Sun and Kane. That's very different to a Leicester team that is good, that they're going to come up with right now. So I, I would just caution that this is where the context is more important than underlying data like 
you know shots on goal which is very important but you know <laughs> you have to see where where this is going and i think i think leicester's leicester are there for the taking on the weekend i i think uh first of all you're talking me into captaining son so very uh, very uh unique situation on burning questions but um I, I think another thing that i've seen from the spurs teams that that's disheartening is the fact that they literally can't get the ball up to uh to kane and and to son and and um, that that midfield is is uh, really needs skip uh, in my opinion and and so um, you know you see Kane dropping so deep and and when you know like I love Sun right but if Kane's not performing Sun's also going to struggle at times uh, and so uh, there's cases where they they play fine without each other and and there's times throughout the last four or five years where I've seen Sun really carry the team behind his back uh, without Kane really um, there's there's been stretches like that right. Uh, but right now, in the current climate of how Spurs operate, you need Kane to be performing in order for Son to become uh, alive and 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 playing well. So um, there are some signs of worry, but we'll see um, where my captaincy ends up this game week. Yep, yep. Okay, a couple of other teams to talk about game week 35. So Arsenal, we discussed. Um, Arsenal are also playing or will play a heavily rotated West Ham side. Now, the difference between Spurs and Arsenal is that Brendan Rodgers will play the same way with just worse players. But David Moyes will play more defensively if he has a worse team. You saw that against Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So he basically, so even though it will be the similar situation, it's an away game. West Ham will be at home. Sometimes you have more pressure to kind of put up a better team when you're it's a home game. So I think that will be a slightly tougher game. But again, it's a, it's a game worth holding players for. Definitely, I think nobody is selling Saka. But let's say you were debating between selling Ramsdale for someone else. I think play Ramsdale because it's it's going to be a, a decent enough game where Arsenal could do well. So that was the f- one thing I wanted to say on Arsenal. On Chelsea, somebody pointed out in the chat correctly, uh, which is Chelsea play on a Thursday and then on a Sunday, which is fine from a European perspective. They do that all the time. But you could, given the fact that they're you know preparing for FA Cup final, you could see a little bit more rotation. So I think the Chelsea players that would be interesting here would be the ones that maybe miss out on the Thursday. So I'm thinking of maybe if Alonso misses out, great pick for 35. If James doesn't play, but he's almost ready, great pick for 35. So you don't need to rush into selling the Chelsea players. If you see something, if you see an early sub that they could play on on, on Sunday as well. Um, some interesting stats, FPL A+. Um, uh, thanks again for joining every week. Um, says Kane has scored 12 goals in the last 10 matches versus Leicester, which is really reassuring. I do believe in this. I do believe that there is bogey teams and there's teams that players love to play against, Sun against any yellow uh, jersey team. But Pross actually uh, is not a big fan of uh, historical data versus a singular team. Um, am I correct, Pross? Yeah, look, I'm not going to say it's completely BS, but, you know, sometimes people say, oh, the, you know, this guy has scored five goals against Norwich in the last five seasons. I mean, it's it can also be just a statistical anom- anomaly, right? I mean, unless there's a specific reason when, when Vardy plays Sheffield United, for example, when you so now I know Kane played for Leicester in the past, but I don't see that same you know, he's desperate to do well against Leicester kind of thing. It's great to have a good record. I think you feel confident. The other thing I feel is sometimes players have this thing with going to certain stadiums. So it's a home game. So that also doesn't exist as such. I feel that if I had Sun, I probably prefer him to Kane in this one. Again, given the way they set up, um, given that it's a home game and Sun tends to do better than Kane in home games. But I think Kane is also a great shout. 
Yeah. And Wrangler, who's also very active on Twitter, makes a good point that Leicester have European duties, so a B team in 35 might show up. And and yeah, that's very appealing for a home game um, for Spurs. Um, So um, good point there. Um, Quick question before we move on to bus teams, um, unless you have more more to add. Um, I know the the circle chat, there was um, interesting comments about um, Jesus uh, as an option for FPL. Uh, looks like he started the Champions League as well, got a goal, um, started, you know, obviously did great um, for Afil Bruno and his free hit in 34. Possible striker option? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, very much so, mm-hmm. very much so. I think uh, game week 36, many may punt on him as the striker. So, for example, in my team, I'm looking at, I mentioned the Puki and 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 the KDB scenario for Kane and Kulusevski. I can equally do Kane and Havertz mm. to Jesus and KDB. Yeah. So it, you basically sit tight, you watch what City play, uh, what team they put out against Leeds, more importantly, what team they put out against um, uh, Real Madrid in the second leg. So let's say Jesus misses out on the second leg for Real Madrid. I doubt it, given how he played in the last two games. But if he does, there, that's where you go. And one of the things about Pep Roulette uh, is that I've noticed, look, I'm no expert like... Um, like our, our friend Luke, but what what I've realized is that yes, Pep Roulette exists because of the luxury amount of amazing players he has in his team. I mean, think about Grealish not being able to, you know, get a sniff into the starting eleven, right? Um is that Pep likes to reward the players that are quietly working hard and and continuously being professional and then they find a run of form. And right now, at crunch period of the most important, you know, last few game weeks, both for Champions League and for, for um, Premier League. Um, the fact that he's started um, Jesus in such an important first leg versus Real Madrid is, is, a, is, is a sign that like if a player is continually performing, he's going to keep playing and getting into the team. So I think there's a little bit of an opportunity here to get a striker that we're so desperate to find in, in FPL. So um, Jesus, definitely a, a decent shout to, to look forward to moving on. Mm. Yeah. I mean, my my fear with City for the double is that not not many will play both. I think other than KDB, Laporte, Cancelo, maybe Foden, Edison, there are not many who will play both. Um, so that 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 would be an issue. But you don't think about the City players now. In fact, that's that's one reason why going to a City player before a maybe a rotation rifed uh, City team in in this week is maybe not the right play. You just wait after Real Madrid. Whoever, wherever you see this, you take a punt on next minutes for the double, and that's when you punt on your two city players. It I could be Laporte, that, it could yeah. be Foden, it could be KDB. I think that Laporte and Cancelo play every single game for the rest of the season. A bold statement here, but um, that was the point I made earlier about how I feel there are certain locks in this team with the importance of each game for for City that uh, I don't, I just don't see Laporte being rested um, in that City defensive uh, uh, lineup uh, moving forward. So. Um, which, which again puts free hit thirty seven more appealing um, in general. But okay, we have your buzz team here, Pros. First, um, please do read it out and then tell us what you're thinking. Okay, so I've got Ramsdale in goal. I've got a back five of Robertson, Trent, Cancelo, James, Alonso. Uh, I've got Salah, Saka, Havertz, and Kulusevski in midfield, and I've got Kane up top, who is currently my captain. And the bench is irrelevant. I mean, um, I've got Martinelli, Broha, uh, and, you know, cheapo striker and and keeper. Basically, one thing I should warn people is 
forget about your bench, especially if you have a free hit, right? I mean, uh, don't waste your transfers on those guys just because they may be a risk of a cameo or whatever. Just, just stick to it. Make high-value transfers. Now, you've only got four left, maybe five with a hit. Make them count. Uh, so, I'm not touching Martinelli. I'm not touching Broha. Um, and I'm not touching Ford. So, I, it'll be somewhere else. For this particular week, I will be. I have only one free transfer and I will be saving it unless something happens in the Champions League game tonight. And then with the two free uh, two free hits next week, I will go anywhere. But 99.9%, I will be getting two more City players next week. Okay. Uh, thanks, Thelma, for pointing out. It, it is Jesus, not Jesus. So, um, yeah, my pronunciation is uh, notorious, uh, as many YouTube <laughs> viewers know. So No, no, mine too. Mine too. Yeah, nice to, nice to learn. Um, okay, so let's go to my team. I wildcarded in 34, and this is the, the lineup I have. Ramsdale and goal, Cancelo, Trent, Robertson, James, and Laporte. Uh, in the middle, I've got Sun, Salah, Saka, and Mount. And up top, I've got Werner, and then a non-existent bench, basically, of Brownhill. Uh, and then the rest are, you know, not even, uh, not even playing. So um, basically, this was the risk I took in, in wildcard 34. And it looks like a risk I uh, regret in one way. And the, and the one way I regret it is that I should have gone Laporte over James, not because Laporte did better and, and James uh, got rested. It's because... Alonso. Uh, sorry, Alonso, sorry. It's because if I had gotten Alonso, I could have gotten a second playing striker um, that, that's super cheap, uh, as in Enkitia at least, um, that would be a dis- decent option at least to have as two, two bench players. But this is the risk I took. Uh, no regrets here, and now I just have to sort of uh, hope for the best that um, that these players don't get rested. Uh, I don't. I'm very confident that the Liverpool and City assets I do have will play. It's just uh, you know what do I do with James Mount and Werner is is going to be a big question mark for 35, not so much for 36 because I, I will probably move one or two of them on in order to fund a move to uh, from Sun to KDB in 36. So. Yeah, what do you think, Kapras? I, I'm a little bit, a uh, little bit worried here that um, maybe two, even two players might not, might, might not play in 35. Uh, are you worried about the, the the Chelsea guys? I'm worried about the Chelsea guys. Yeah, mm. but they will cameo, so you you won't need a bench anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's you we we discuss after Thursday, right? Because um, we see how much, how many minutes Werner gets. I mean, if yeah, he doesn't exactly. start, he's like a great option. For, for Everton. If he does start, then maybe he's a rotation risk. So, TBD. I think for Chelsea assets, you just sit tight till Thursday and then you decide. Um, what you need to be thinking about is what team are you putting out for 30s? Because you now can only go KDB. You can't go a second mid, right? Or maybe Foden. Or I can go whatever. Foden, but see, that's the thing, right? Um, yeah, the Chelsea boys all double and Sun doubles, but uh, maybe keeping Sun for 36 is more sensible in, in the sense that um, I can I can move around the 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 Chelsea pieces and just have um, you know guaranteed doublers in in Sun plus like who knows maybe a KDB is a uh, Foden is a guaranteed doubler so um, I have some questions that I need to be answered but likely I'll I'll just do Sun to to KDB maybe keep Mount and and downgrade Warner uh, is what I'm thinking and then James becomes a problem as well but I'm just gonna I mean what if you did mm-hmm. sorry sorry uh, what if you did Mount and Warner to KDB and what can you what can you afford Mount and Warner to KDB uh I don't think that's possible yeah okay yeah I don't think it's possible 
All right, you still we, have to play a striker, to... right? <laughs> and, uh, this is the problem. Yeah. I wish we didn't have to. Yeah. Mm. I'd like to play uh, a 5-5-0. No, but... oh. yeah. <laughs> no, because what, but Mountain, you would still have somebody, but I guess, I guess it doesn't fund it. But yeah, you have to basically decide KDB or Sun. This is what we've been discussing whole pod. It's a, it's a risk-reward thing. I think most free hitters will have KDB. So um, you have to decide if you go against it, if you free hit in 36 or not. I'm pretty set on Kane to KDB. Yeah, me too. I'm pretty set on Sun to KDB. Um, so I'll probably take a hit. I'll probably take a hit, um, maybe two, but probably just a hit and, and just kind of roll the transfers and roll with this team in 35 and hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah, nice, nice. And you want to talk before we go about... Uh, how how the bench boost has gone and any regrets or any learnings? <laughs> oh man, uh, my Twitter has been very uh, gloomy recently. Um, I was gonna say, yeah, I mean, this guy yeah. is getting philosophical by the day. <laughs> um, no, no, I've been very busy in real life. I really have, and um, I think uh, the weekends are an opportunity for me to rest and sort of enjoy the football. But when you have FPL uh, as a burning passion uh it's sometimes hard to enjoy it when your players aren't performing and i think i was a little bit more down because of the fact that like i'm not i'm not i i don't obsess over it right i'm upset about it for maybe 30 minutes after the game right but uh, i was upset because uh, i've been near the 10k rank range for the longest time now and i just haven't been able to break into it um and it's been frustrating because i'll have players that do well and then i'll ha- i'll be missing out on these uh important hauls here and there including the right captaincy shout but that's the nature of the game and i really thought that 33 34 would be the opportunity for me to sort of really climb the ranks because i played bb and 30 uh, and wild card but a learning opportunity in the sense that just because you hold on to your chips does not necessarily mean um you know it's going to work out but Still a long ways to go. Still four game weeks to go. So uh, um, no more philosophical down tweets, uh, but more, uh, you know, happier and uh, and hope for the best type of tweets. And, and the rank will be the rank at the end, um, but we'll make good decisions moving forward. Yeah. yeah. Look, I, I think the longer you play, the longer you'll know that you just regret your decision. Uh, if you're If you made the wrong call, then fine, but not the outcome. Outcome is not in your hands, right? So... If if some of this was bad luck or anything else, that's you can't do anything about it. You just move on. Yeah, and look, if it's bothering you uh, mentally and stuff, you know, it's okay. Just t- you know, just get away from your phone, get away from the game for one day, and I'm sure you'll come back the next day fresh and then laugh it off and and realize like why was I so emotional about uh, about just a fantasy game? So um, uh, as much as we love it, it's still a game. Um, but of course, we want to do our best and and continue to uh, make good decisions. So. Uh, long ways to go. Uh, still four game weeks and a important double double coming up. So, uh, good luck to everyone out there, and um, we'll see you on the on the bright side at the end. Mm. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you guys, and uh, we'll see you next week Wednesday per usual. And uh, good luck this game week.